One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about tacos from Calaveritas at Bien Vegano and try Delicia plant-based pork. Is that how it's pronounced? Delicia? I tried my best. (laughs) What if it was Delicia? It could be Delicia. It's delicious (laughs) without the S. And your guess is as good as mine, listener. Delicia is... Delicia. Delicieux is really French, but I like delicious. Is, is it French? But I think in French it has that. Let's S. look it up Mom. to see if it's a real word because we're being pretty shitty about it if it's a real word. No, it's just the brand. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. Delicia. I'm going to call it delicia. I like delicia. It yeah. sounds cool. It's uh, efficient. Mm-hmm. It sounds like my mouth is ready to say it. I like it because it kind of has deli in it a little bit, and they make vegan meats, so that's kind of appropriate. And your mouth is ready to say it, but is your mouth ready to eat it? We'll find out later. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Huh? Huh? I took a workshop. I liked it. I took a workshop in uh, dynamic podcasting. Did you really? Yeah. When did you do that? Uh, Nights. Without me? Well, you you don't need any help. You're doing great. Aw. Yeah. Thanks. I didn't take a workshop in dynamic podcasting. Should I offer a workshop in dynamic podcasting? Sure. I'll sign up for it. (laughs) Dave, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm I'm doing the (laughs) podcast with you. (laughs) Look, we went to buy a stove. We sure did. We don't have a stove. Like, we didn't come back with a stove. We have a stove. We have a stove. But here's... Dave read an so, article, everyone. No, don't don't paint me as that person who reads an article and clutches pearls and then changes their whole life based on the article. I mean, it's a pretty compelling article. What happened in my life and by connection, your life, was years ago, we had a tankless water heater installed and the dude who came out to install it, in addition to punching a hole in the wall, like not with his fist, with a tool, mm-hmm. punching a hole in the wall, and then poorly uh, filling it back in. Also, did not secure the gas completely. So, sure like didn't. a day later, huh? Sure didn't. I yeah. said <laughs> I was. I was yes handing oh, okay. you. I'm yeah. over here cheering <laughs> you, were, you on. I, I like the story. I be, it's a good one. Oh my god! I enjoy <laughs> it. 
<laughs> so he a day later, I smell gas, and I'm like, no, you don't smell gas. I smell a little bit of gas. Our child is like a baby at this point too, so I'm like super hyper aware of like all the ways a baby can die in the house. So I smell a little bit of gas. I'm like, no, you don't. But then I can't get it out of my head. So then I call the gas company. I have the afternoon free. I call the gas company and I'm like, all right, we're doing this. And the gas company comes and they're like, no, yeah, there's a gas leak. Like it's just leaking out of this pipe. And it was the connecting pipe of the water heater or the tankless water heater. So ever since then, that was like a super sobering moment for me. Ever since then, I used to light like mood candles in the house and stuff like that. I used to be a real crunchy dude when it came to flame in the house. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, there was no more. Fl- I can't do like I could do birthday candles, but they make me nervous. But I can't do just like mellow mood candles or scented candles or whatever, you know. So but the only flame that we can't control is the stove. Yeah. Right. I think that we have gas heat. Oh, my God. You're right. I know. And that's over us the whole time. (laughs) I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, my God. I'll never sleep again. You know, I mean, act like I didn't hear that. But so the gas stove, the gas stove is in your face, though. When you're cooking, it's in your face. Mm -hmm. It's gas in your, like, fire in your face. Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so it always bothered me. And then this morning, so this has been the case for years. As my friend Allie said, that's no way to live. And she's <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but it is how I live. So this morning, I wake up and I don't go for a run this morning. I say, I'm going to take this morning. I'm going to do something that I want to do. I'm going to just take it for myself. Like I want to run. I like to run. But I'm going to take this morning for myself. So what do I do for myself? I cook breakfast for my family. Thank you for the hash browns. They were delightful. You're welcome. One of those was just egg in the skillet, though. And I went to turn on the gas stove, and it went too many pops. Yeah, first it of all. is not lighting the way it used to. Then it caught, uh-huh. and it did like a whoa, like the big catch. Yeah, like a lot of gases yeah. come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then after that, it goes down and. Only half of the circle is spitting out a flame. Yeah, that's that's been the case for how what for like a couple weeks for weeks. Yeah. Okay, this was the first time for me, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This stove is done. We'll never use this stove again." I also read some article. Do you want to tell them about that? You said you're so keen to well clutch I, to paint me as a pearl clutching. So this is not monitor. like a brand new well. It may be a brand new article, but this revelation is not brand new. I want to say it's an older article because I feel like the one I read had the cool retro art, like the one that you sent me. Uh, but it, the one that Mother Dave Jones. sent me was from Mother Jones, and it was about how gas companies basically swindled us all into thinking that gas was the best for cooking. I mean, in a nutshell. Sense. Yeah. That like, tracks with every other industry. Yeah. The past 50 like years. the phrase cooking with gas was an advertising slogan. That's a good phrase. In though. the way back. And it, so, and it caught on. And now it's like part of the lexicon. It's a good phrase. It is a good phrase. But it's now I have, feel like it has a nefariousness to it. Find me a phrase that doesn't. True. Okay. So I read this, clutched my pearls, sent it to you. Yeah. 
You clutched my pearls. So the the other thing the article says is that gas a gas stove isn't a super healthy thing to have in your home, like from an air quality standpoint. <laughs> well, that's what we were clutching our pearls <laughs> about. We just, never really mentioned that part of it. Right. No, I'm, I'm laughing because like that someone would – I'm including myself in this – that okay. someone would need to be told this. <laughs> That this thing that you open a valve and it pumps gas into your house. Which then lights that, on fire. That you are standing very close to. Yeah. It might not be healthy for you. <laughs> when you put it like that. Right. And I was, yeah, that was the, that, if I was clutching my pearls about anything, it was that. It was like, well, no shit. Right. But then surprise also at the same time. Right. Like I'm a I'm a fool, I'm an obvious fool, but also we're kind of most of us are, and I'm not trying to get myself off the hot seat by enlarging the hot seat to include society. But oh no, let me tell you my experience with I think the same article or an article that covered this same topic a couple of years ago. I read it and promptly went straight into denial because I liked our gas stove. Oh. <laughs> When you sent that to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I've read this. That makes me feel like a true causey, though. To be like, well, we've got to do something about it. Change a, begins at home. You're a real activist, Dave. I am. I am within these walls. Mm-hmm. Huge activist. <laughs> Huge activist. I cleaned up the gas situation in the water heater. You're slowly getting it I'm out of here. Cleaning up the gas situation in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. And then we walked around, Lowe's, or I walked around Lowe's for a long time inside. And then this dude, I wasn't even going to say this. I was looking at extension cords and this dude standing behind me, no mask. Probably 30% of people had no mask on. The other 70% had their mask on. I get it. It's over. Whatever. But this dude behind me was like, (gasps) and then, so I was like, great. And then I was just my luck. And then, um, (laughs) then he starts coughing. Oh, then it's like sniffling and coughing. And I'm, I, I realized at that point, I was like, I had moved from being worried. I mean, I'm still worried about COVID, but from being offended that people aren't doing the COVID mask thing to being offended that people are doing the be sick and gross in public and not wear a mask thing. Like, yeah. Let's, let's land there to where if you're sniffly, just put a mask on. Mm-hmm. There's no more socially acceptable time to do that than right now. Yeah. But that was like, I, I realized I didn't think the guy had COVID. I thought the guy was being gross and unsanitary. And that was the first time to me that I, that, that had kind of, I don't want to use transcended, but that I had moved from like just a COVID sphere to like a, no, this is a hygiene thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm good. I, also went through this journey that Dave just described. <laughs> well, not with the sick guy. Not the sick guy. But then we got to Lowe's and I told our situation to the woman in a lot less detail. I told her we had, well, I said we have a gas stove and we want to switch to electric. Oh, yeah. That is a much faster version of the story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so I needed some help because I don't know how to shop uh-huh. for that. Uh-huh. And she said that they we have to get an evaluation to make sure we even can do that. That sounds like a squeeze. 
Well, that's what she said. Yeah. And so we're waiting to do that. So we, the it's not like an electric stove is on its way to us, but the process has begun. Yeah. Do you think, so we might be trapped in gas. Or unless we want to pay for like a costly thing to happen, I'm oh, sure. So like another squeeze. We're, we're getting the small squeeze now and the big squeeze later. I mean, I don't know. We're just going to have to ride this wave and see what happens. I'm done with gas. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm going to I'm going to take a stand and be the first to say that I don't think <laughs> gas is good for us across the across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we should wean ourselves off of it. I'm I don't think it's it. doing anybody any good. Have you seen the conflicts that are arising around like oil? Yes. I'm talking what? about world history. Oh, world history. No, tell me about it. It's contentious. What? Yeah. Oil? So, it was discovered in Saudi Arabia in 1838. <laughs> I think oil was discovered before that, but it was discovered in Saudi Arabia. Like Saudi Arabia discovered they had oil in 1838. Go on. Read a book. I guess I need to. Yeah. Whew. I don't know why I looked that up. Oh, I looked up things that happened in 1838. Why? <laughs> Have you ever done that? No. What a fun thing to look up. Yeah. It's fun to see like all the cross points of the world at that moment in time. So that's how you're doing? You're just piggybacking off of what I was talking about to tell it more how efficiently? I did a HIIT workout this morning. H-I-I-T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High-intensity interval training. It was tough. Yeah? I'm feeling worn out. I might do that. Yeah. It felt good to do it. I'm worn out in like that good like the burn. run out, rung out post-workout yeah. kind of way. It's yeah. nice. You get that little ache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I told myself I was going to treat myself today and do exactly what I wanted to do. So do that. Right, but I think I'm, I mean, be lazy and be okay with yourself for being lazy. I guess I haven't been too lazy today. Watch Clue. You can watch Clue later. Oh, it is a rainy day and Clue's good on a rainy day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We got this record we got to do. So was the Mother Jones article our news item or do we have a what? separate? No, that's not talking toe news. Okay, I was just checking. It's not from the vegan world. That's true. I mean, we, that's true. The overall food and cooking world. I mean... The world. The world. That gas is in, yeah. Anyway, if anyone has tips on uh, how to choose a good electric stove, I'm thinking about maybe trying to do an induction stove because the thing I do like about gas is that it heats up quickly and that you can control the heat really well. And it seems like electric, like when you change from being on medium high to medium low, the time it takes for that change to like register in the pan is longer. Because you're not just turning down a flame like the burner has to cool down. Anyway, things like that. If anyone has recommendations for an electric stove that addresses these things that I'm worried about, uh, get at me. There, I want – so here's what I want in a stove. I want Wi-Fi. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I want to start the stove when I'm in bed so that I can use it when I get up. What? I want to wake up, mm-hmm. get my phone, and start the stove. Couldn't have been clear. You want to be able to start. Okay. So that I can put biscuits in it. Oh, the oven. The oven. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes, the oven. Okay. When I say stove, just assume I'm talking about the whole thing. Okay. Is that okay? Is that acceptable? Yeah, yeah. I'm with you now. And then when I say biscuits, you'll be like, oh, he means the bottom part of the stove. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And when I say skillet. Top part of the stove. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I'm with you. Okay. Is it wrong? No, it's great. I just didn't understand, but now I do. I'm honestly asking, is it wrong? Oh, I mean, 
I guess the whole thing is the stove and the top is the stovetop. And the stove bottom top. is the oven. Like the stuffing. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it that because you make it on the top. Uh-huh. Do you normally make it inside? I feel like with a lot of stuffings, it's a little both. You do it on the top and then you bake it to make it, you know, browned on the top. Oh. So why do they call it stovetop? Like that's a different way to do it. Maybe because you don't have to do the baking part huh. quicker. I don't. You have to ask them. You want to get them as a guest? Yeah, let me get them on the blower. I, I, I mean, as a guest, we'll spend a whole episode on this. Sure. I don't think they would agree. I'll just call their customer service right now and put them on the spot. That seems legal and fine. Are you going to call them and ask? What would you ask? Why is it called stovetop? Well, just Google. No. Oh, okay. Sure. Yep, I will. Here we go. Well, it's not a commonly asked question because Google did not autofill a response. Or maybe it's just a very obvious answer because you cook it on the stovetop. Yeah, because it's instant. And so. Oh, it's not instant. Nothing about that process is instant. What? Yeah, stovetop, you just boil the water and then. Uh, Oh, so water boils instantly? But instant, like, just add water. I'm saying it's a stretch. Instant is like. Gosh, this would be a great segue into the delicious. Delicious delicious pork because it let's break the format first of all i'm fine okay. with that but because oh, it was introduced in 1972 and so it's classic just add water okay era i'm saying that calling it instant is wrong right because you have to boil the water but um, once the yeah i get it i get what you're saying a granola bar is instant well you have to unwrap it right but it's ready in an instant yeah what's an instant like as a measure of time <laughs> I'm serious. Are you high? <laughs> no. <laughs> David Streepy. What is an instant? Is there like a cosmic instant and like an earth instant? <laughs> a moment, a very short space of time. Well, so, so five yeah, minutes could. Sense. So five minutes could be instant. Okay, but all right, take oatmeal. There's instant oatmeal and then there's quick oatmeal. Right, instant oatmeal, you have to boil the water. And I know, then you it's add- wrong. I'm not... <laughs> But quick, in this definition of what an instant is, mm-hmm. quick is the same thing, but yes. it's longer than an instant. Whew. We're really wading into some some tricky territory. Yeah. yeah. If only if, guys, if we got letters, we'd be too occupied with those to talk about shit like this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so it's really your fault. If you would like us to stop talking about shit like this, write to us at TalkingTofuPod <laughs> at gmail.com. That's talking without... The G, we will read it. Is this the whole episode? Pretty much regardless of, of content. Hey, so speaking of instant, let's talk about that delicious uh, pork, which is instant. So I've been seeing the delicious plant-based chicken on Instagram. A lot of people making stuff with this plant-based chicken. It looked good. It was getting great reviews. Can I ask? Uh huh. What is the format of the plant based chicken? What do you mean? Ground strips? They're grounds. It's okay. all grounds. Gotcha. Uh, good question. Thanks. So, people who were giving it great reviews were molding it into stuff, like mm-hmm. into a nugget or into like a patty Got or whatever. It. Is that what you do? Um, I mean, you can. Like the royal, the world you. With ground chicken? Yeah. Is that how nuggets are made? Nuggets are ch- chunks. So are nuggets like cut off of a larger piece? I think so. And then fried? I've never made a nugget from an animal. I've only ever made nuggets from like tofu 
Is that how they're made with tofu? Yeah. You slice it into pieces and bread it and fry it. So for like vegan chicken nuggets, there would be a larger piece of the vegan chicken that is then cut up and made into nuggets Mm -hmm. in most cases. So this would be an outlier, this method of like... Forming like basically mini patties. I think the audience can see what I'm doing. (laughs) Dave's squeezing his hand into into a fist. Yeah. It's kind of, of, I'm kind of monkey's pawing. Yeah. That's what he's doing. So the way that you make this is you put it into a big bowl, the grounds, which are come with some seasoning. You put it in a big bowl. When you open the delicious plant-based pork, it smells amazing. So good. I could not wait to eat it when I opened it up. Oh my gosh, Dave. What does it smell like? It smells just really good. It smells like it's got like a meaty smell. It okay. smelled to me like success. It smelled to me like they'd done it. Okay. And um, it's also really easy to mix up. You pour it into a bowl. You add water, just room temperature water. You add a little tablespoon of oil and mix it up and it rehydrates. So it's instant. It's actually instant. Yeah. <laughs> It rehydrates immediately, and then you can mold it into whatever shape you want, or you can use it as grounds, which okay. is what I opted for both times that I made it because I made it two times. Mm, so you did. I remember now. This was a journey, and I thought maybe I would like to get your thoughts before we go on this big journey. What what thoughts specifically? Well, I made it in a shepherd's pie, and yeah. then I made it again as a taco filling. So you want me to just go into it? Go into it. Pull no punches okay. on me because it's. I don't blame sure? myself at all for what happened. Are you sure? Yeah. Shepherd's pie is one of your like top threes, I think, of dishes well, that you. you make for the family. For me, it's been a part of our life for decades at this point. It's been a part of our family's life for as long as we've been a family. This was one of the worst things I had ever had. Oh, agreed. This shepherd's, like, that it could ruin your shepherd's pie. It did. And it did. Yeah. Because the thing about shepherd's pie is even if you're not wild about this part, you still got those mashed potatoes. And those mashed potatoes, you can ride to Flavortown uh, now. You can... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Delicious time? (laughs) You can ride to glory on the mashed potatoes themselves and kind of make a meal quote in quotes out of that this was like i didn't want to eat it yeah it was i it it was i was surprised at my emotions about it so let me interject with my part of this journey i guess at this point really defensive about it no 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 how dare you (laughs) no 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 (laughs) so um the pork got mushy in the shepherd's pie the texture of it uncooked gave me the impression that I should add it late in the game so that it heated through and firmed up a little before I put everything in the oven. So that's what I did. And at that time, I wrote in my notes, I think I should have browned it before the veggies and then added it back right before piling on the potatoes and baking. So I was like, user error on that. I did not call the mulligan. Yeah. the, The box says to brown it. I thought that it would brown in a time span that it just did not. I was brand new to cooking this product. And I I was like, I think I kind of blew it. I'm going to get another box. I'm going to brown it first. And I'll pick a recipe that's simple so that I can really just follow their directions. 
and and do it right so yeah. that we can taste the product as intended instead of me monkeying with it without really ever cooking with it before. You know Side, what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Sidebar before you continue. Yeah. We should make your shepherd's pie with either Beyond or Impossible crumbles because we've never done it with like a Ooh. ground we, beth. We have some Gardein crumbles in the freezer. I don't like Gardein's beef crumbles. It might be the Kroger version of those. We'll, we'll offline about that. Yeah, that but would be delicious. We haven't done that. And that's like, it's weird that we haven't done that because that's like as traditional as it gets. That's kind of what I thought this was going to be. Oh. It uh, was not. Yeah. And it was the pork, which I can't tell you, it smelled so good. It smelled so good in the bowl. And um, it was so bland coming out of the oven. Hmm. I I wasn't sure. I chalked that also up to user error. I was like, I should have cooked it early, sealed in that flavor. Hmm. We're going to well, do it again. So I got a second You know how box. the saying goes. Yeah. If the plant-based pork smells good, you should not cook it in your food. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the saying. And you ignored it at I your did. peril. That was my, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then. So what's the phrase again? Just so I know that you got it. If the plant-based pork smells good, ye should not put it in your food. Nailed it. Thank you. Um, So that was take one. Take two, I was the vegan Googling ground pork recipes because I really wanted to... Y'all, I never cooked ground pork really even before going vegan. I cooked some meat as a kid, but not a ton. And I was like, what do you even do with ground pork? I've never... This is the first time I've ever come across ground pork in my life. I've had it in like Thai dishes. There's a okay. there's a really good Thai salad, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say the name of it because I'll butcher it. But it is mm-hmm. delicious. Um, it's got like ground pork, and it's got mint in it, and it's just like really fresh and lovely. And I wanted to make that, but I looked it up, and it included a lot of ingredients I didn't have access to or substitutes for. And I thought maybe this isn't for me to do. Yeah. So what I landed on was a ground pork taco. I followed the recipe to the letter. I don't blame this blogger for what happened. Mm-hmm. I followed the cooking instructions on the box, which was to brown it in the pan. So I was like, okay, this recipe also calls for browning it in the pan. So I followed her seasoning. So on top of the seasoning already in the pork, which smelled so good, mm-hmm. I added cumin and garlic and onion and chili powder. It called for smoked paprika, which I didn't add because you do not Mm -hmm. paprika. And I pan fried it with those spices. I served it with a, frankly, a banging purple cabbage slaw Mm -hmm. with jalapeno and um, mayo and mustard and served up some tacos to the family. What did you think of the tacos, Dave? Sucked. Oh. Agree. Gross. <laughs> so bad. So bad. So bad. The kid Sucked. The kid is once again off tortillas. So what he had. Oh, also yeah, he doesn't he's on, like. He's on Atkins. He's on Atkins. He doesn't like tortillas. <laughs> and he also doesn't like a mayo-based he's slaw. off tortillas. So he had he's just. Got, he's the, got prom. <laughs> <laughs> so he had just the pork and then. <laughs> Yeah. shredded I, and then i shredded the veggies for the slaw and then i just put some into the bowl for him and put vinegar on it he just he, had this big depressing bowl of ground pork as his meal oh. <laughs> and he looked like oliver twist i cooked it 
as directed. Yeah. I cooked it for about 10 minutes on medium high in oil in the pan. Plenty of time for the mushy starting product to firm up. And the result was so fucking gross. My, not even bland. So bland. Yeah. It tasted like nothing. It tasted like nothing. It was so heavy that it broke the tacos. Oh, yeah, it did. Although those tortillas might have been a little stale. That might not have been the. Po- those tortillas are stale. And can I. Can we not? Can we stop doing corn tortillas? I had to get those because I was shooting a recipe for someone. Well, then and just buy singles. Single corn tortilla. Okay. <laughs> yes, dear. Just buy Lucy's. Listen, so- Lucy's. Listen, sometimes <laughs> shooting videos for other people means I have to buy different food than you. Than what we're- can we do with those tortillas, though, that's not eating them as tacos? Can make we cut them, them up and make chips? Yeah, let's do that. That's fun. Yeah. That's a whole podcast episode. That'd tick, be fun. Tick. You could do it in the air fryer. Okay. Um, That's a video for you for glue and glitter. Not I'm not gonna get on video. That's three things that we that we can do. I just like a flour tortilla a I know. lot. I know a you do. A lot. I like a flour tortilla as well. I can tell by the way you keep getting corn tortillas. I like both. I don't I don't have a preference really, and so we usually get flour because I have a preference. Because you have a preference. Yeah. You know and which so, one I like? Is it flour? Yeah, okay. it's the flour one. Yeah. You get me. So I also, I browned this in the pan as directed, on the heat directed by either the recipe or the box. Honestly, I don't know. The box I feel like gave pretty vague, brown it in the pan is pretty much what it said. It browned and it was still mushy. Hmm. It didn't get firm, which is wild because I looked up the ingredients and it the main ingredient is wheat gluten. It's seitan. Hmm. And then it's got fiber and then pea protein, all of which don't give me mushy vibes. Maybe the fiber absorbed moisture. I don't know. But it didn't it didn't work out great. And I can't stress enough how good it smells when you Empty the contents of the box into your bowl. Well, what do you think they? What do you think they did? What? Uh, I'm sorry. What do you think they're doing? Like, what are they getting wrong? It's just not seasoning, or is it? But it's seasoned so much. I don't understand. Maybe it's the seasonings that they're using, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's and- like the Ned Flanders version of seasoning, where it's like <laughs> ice milk instead of ice cream, and you know. <laughs> My favorite flavor is plain. Right. I don't. I honestly don't know. It's wild to me. The the ingredients list has so much promise. Hmm. I almost ex- I almost want to get yet another box and no, try no. making like a meatball and see if that's the answer. If it just using it as a ground doesn't work well. Or if you've done that with this product, can you let me know so I don't have to invest another $8? $8 to find out? Yeah, I think you move on from this. Yeah, or do we get the chicken? Because the chicken was getting raves, and then I saw the pork at Whole Foods and was like, "Ooh, that's like not as common a thing." I- I'm going to try that. I don't know. I feel like why reward bad behavior with good money? And bad behavior is just making a bad product. Or did they? And it's user error. I just don't know what I could have done wrong twice. I, th- I think if anything. It seems like this, and based on the ingredients, this shouldn't be so hard to cook that I was able to blow it twice. Right. Or even the once. 
yeah. would not give their products another chance, but if you're willing to give this company another chance, I'd say spend the time to try and find out was there something that you didn't do with it. It doesn't seem like there is. Is there a method to prepare it that does bring out the flavor a little bit better, either from crowdsourcing or reaching out to Delicia directly and being like, this tasted bad, is it supposed to? <laughs> I wonder if the heat from the pan like broke down some of those seasonings when I had it as grounds, like whereas it'd be locked in if you did like something fatter, like a meatball or a patty. I appreciate that you're open to blaming yourself, but you tried twice. You did try twice. And the second time really made the effort to follow. Anyway, I was so let down by this product. I had high hopes, especially because the rehydrating was so quick and easy. I was like, man, this is great. And then it was so disappointing. Yep. So stay tuned for our ratings. What will they be? <laughs> All right. This is Talking Tony's. This is a segment every week where I talk about a news item from the vegan world of news. And this week's headline is uh, from Veg News. So we're back, back at Veg News, back with Anna, Anna Starostanetskia, June 16th, 2021, a couple of days ago. So Anna writes... Trader Joe's just launched vegan pork rinds and enchilada casseroles. And longtime towheads will know that I have turned a real corner on enchiladas. And I think uh, casserole is the way to go here. An enchilada. Enchiladas are a, cas- are a casserole. Not always. They can be rolled up. No, they... But the way you prepare them, it's a casserole. You roll right. them up, you put them in a casserole dish, cover them with sauce and cheese. It's right. a. I was excited about this. It's, it and is it, exciting. Well, you're coming in here. I'm not saying and you're telling it's not exciting. I'm saying enchiladas are a casserole. Right. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Right. I'm just clar- clarifying that little one. Should I not have done? Then why wouldn't it just say vegan enchiladas? I don't know. Does it sound fancy? Go on. I was excited. <laughs> About this news and to try an enchilada casserole. And it's like you are coming in and being like, well, actually, the thing that you're excited about is around us all the time. Well, maybe it's that. <laughs> it's a like a family style size. Like you, often if you get like a frozen enchilada, it's like one serving. Uh-huh. Like they, they made the casserole. They dished up two of the rolls and froze those in single portions. Maybe mm. the casserole is like, it's a whole thing you pop in the oven, like a whole lasagna versus a single serving mm. piece of lasagna, also a casserole. I feel like I'm coming out of a concert being like, that was the best concert of my <laughs> life. And you're being like, really, the true music is in nature all around us. If you listen closely enough, the birds have their song and the trees have their song and the way that the wind blows creates music all day long, every day. And so your excitement <laughs> for this specific performance is really kind of small-sided because there is a larger uh, thing to appreciate happening here. I mean, that is what I say to you after every you do. concert. Yeah. yeah. I do. The- and you put a flower in my in my hair and, and go on your way. Mm-hmm. Groceries chain Trader Joe's recently added vegan pork rinds to its large selection of plant-based snacks. The new spicy porkless snack rinds are made from a mixture of pea protein. Do it up for pea protein. Meow, meow. Rice meal, pea flour, seasoned 
with garlic, onion, salt, paprika, cayenne, and a pinch of habanero pepper for added heat. I might have to suck it up and try these things. And it goes on about the pork rinds in a good way. Hold on. Just real quick. I just want to say, like, I'm not going to read it because you got to go and give Anna those eyeballs. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it because it's not good reading and not good information. Right, right, right. That's just explaining why I cut it. I said Anna goes on like I was saying Anna goes on and on, but I didn't mean it that way. Oh, so what I wonder, because I know Trader Joe's does this um, with some of their products where it's just they put their brand on something else. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's the Outstanding Foods pork rinds Mm. in Trader Joe's packaging. We'll have to get it and see if we think that after we eat them. Uh, Okay. Can I continue? Yeah. Okay. This follows the launch of... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Trader Joe's also just launched a vegan enchilada casserole, which features corn tortillas. That's that's what an enchilada has, <laughs> is corn. It's just Okay. I can be disappointed. It's okay. You can. And I can do that in real time. Yeah. I'm sharing my emotions <laughs> with the toeheads. Okay. Corn tortillas layered with red chili sauce, seasoned pinto beans, roasted vegetables, and topped with a mix of vegan mozzarella and cheddar cheese shreds. That sounds lovely. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Even if that's the way that vegan... Is that that enchiladas always are. Yes, that's a picture. I... I'm reading. <laughs> this follows the launch of vegan pasta bolognese earlier this year. A frozen meal that features the same deep flavors of meat-based bolognese sauce, but made with meatless sauce and mushrooms over lentil-based pasta. I'll read one more part. Uh, Trader Joe's plans to add more vegan products. It's not a coincidence that new vegan items continue to appear on Trader Joe's shelves as the grocery chain is actively looking to expand its plant-based offerings to keep up with demand. This enchilada casserole, I'm looking at the picture now, and it looks like a stacked enchilada. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Okay. That's what I was trying to say. Oh. I like a stacked enchilada. Just as fun. Maggie. Yes. And it goes on to say, for dessert, Trader Joe's now offers a vegan milk chocolate bar made with Trader Joe's almond beverage, non-dairy frozen dessert chocolate fudge oat bars, think vegan fudge sickles. (gasps) Vegan vanilla cupcakes topped with rainbow sprinkles at select stores in California. And, and, oh, I guess uh, these are not new, but they make these. And I didn't know. I feel like that's that should be Trader Joe's tagline. <laughs> Non-dairy mint and chip bonbons. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. You're so not as excited as I thought you'd be. I'm pulling up our you grocery love list a bonbon. to see if I should go to Trader Joe's tomorrow you instead. Love of... a bonbon. Oh, but they're adding it. Okay, here's the new thing. They're adding a second flavor: vegan cookies and cream, vanilla bean bonbons. What? Vegan cookies and cream. Hold on, vanilla bean mm-hmm. bonbons, not vanilla. Uh-huh. Vanilla bean bonbons. So they're covered in chocolate. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. I want to eat that. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing, and Anna, I, I'm sorry I've read so much of your article. Guys, go there. It's veggenews.com. Tra- the, to offer vegan options in every category, the Trader Joe's development team is also working to introduce plant-based seafood to its store shelves. Ooh. Bow, bow, bow. Definitely worth the drive across town. Yes. But while we're talking about it, Trader Joe's, that packaging game has got to improve. Oh, it's so bad. Got to improve. I think it has improved. A little bit. It has further to go. I remember, it must have been 10 years ago, that they had this cracker that was 
looked really good and it was really good, but I only bought it the one time and never again because it was a box. Inside the box was a plastic tray. Inside the plastic tray were individually wrapped in plastic crackers. I was horrified. (laughs) They were so good, but I never bought them again because I was like, oh, but I feel so bad. Yeah, It ruined my enjoyment of the crackers. I can't even remember what they tasted like because I was so upset about all that plastic. You went crackers over the packaging. I did go crackers over the packaging. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of tacos. Hey, so speaking of tacos. Hey. Hey. Oh my gosh. Hey. Is it Takey? How's it going? Takey. We've been looking everywhere for you. What do you mean? We we thought that you were dead. No, I'm I'm alive. Oh my Look gosh. Takey, your cousin Lefty is gonna be so relieved. Have Who's you that? what? I don't have a cousin. What? I don't have a cousin. Takey, what been, are you talking about? We've been talking to this guy Lefty. He's been looking for you. Talking to him like a lot? Uh, not lately, t- to yeah. be honest. More than once? I I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't I've never met a Lefty. Oh, oh dear. We're all righties in my family. Takey, I think you're in danger. What? No. What do you mean? What do you mean? I literally just- Takey, look out! I literally just left here. Bob! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was getting water. What did I miss? Dave, take you. bit. Take you was what? Take you was here. Take you was here. I thought he was dead. I know. Me too. Well, I have some bad news for you. Did you tell him about Lefty? He has never heard of Lefty before. Then who was Lefty? I didn't ever get to find out because right as we were talking about it, um, someone came up behind him and then he screamed, but I didn't see what happened. Oh, somebody grabbed him? I don't know. I didn't see it because I must have blinked really for a long blink. You said look out. I did. I saw someone coming up behind him and then that was the, all that I saw. And, and you said Lefty's name. Yeah. And then he kept talking. A couple talking. of times. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then there was a delay, though, before anything happened to Takey. Oh. So I thought we were in the clear, but then we weren't. I let my guard down. Oh. Yeah, I was really. Whew. That's complicated. I know. I can't. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad to be back, too. I got some water. Um, how, who was Lefty then? Do you think Lefty is behind whoever like grabbed him? You said somebody grabbed him? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was Lefty. We were talking about Lefty and Takey never you heard of him. said his name a lot of times, I did. too. Did we summon? I don't know. Well, I mean, is that how of, that works? A lot of characters outside just waiting for their cue, apparently. <laughs> so I don't know. So I miss Takey. Yeah. Can you believe it? All this time and he, he makes was, an he's appearance. Back. Well, I don't know. I'm worried about him. Well, he said something weird, too, about having just left, I thought. I thought I overheard that as I was coming back in. <laughs> But he's been gone for a while. It's been a minute. So you think time's like not passing? Wherever he has been? That's mysterious. Yeah. Well, hopefully he'll come back with some answers. Not to mention we saw him die. Yeah, we did see that. Well, we we saw saw him get hit by a car. Okay. It's not the same. Yeah. I guess we didn't wait to see the EMTs come and and save him or anything. No, we were recording. So we went back to that. Yeah, we were busy. Hey, so speaking of tacos. Yeah. We went to a, 
I'm trying to think. I guess a festival. We went to an outdoor festival mm-hmm. called Bien Vegano. It is a festival that happens periodically here in Atlanta, and it is all vegan food and craft vendors. And this was our first time attending, and it was magical. I thought that I was it was going to be kind of a pop in, get something to eat, pop out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So let me just quickly give bullet points on what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Abuelas Food and Vegan X put on a Bien Vegano Farmer's Market. 100% international, 100% vegan, 60 mixed vendors, farmers and agriculture, vegan food, arts, crafts, uh, snacks and cafe, music. There's a DJ there and it was held, I don't know if you said I'm sorry, at Second Self Brewery, which is a local brewery in town. They do a lot of cool uh, events there. Like they have comedy nights and things like that. It was hosted there. So they have drinks, they have CBD water, a really great line of that. Obviously, have really good beer. Um, so yeah, sorry. I no. just wanted to like run through what it was. So yeah, that we yeah. Could talk about. So I thought it was going to be just food vendors, and I expected to kind of do a couple laps, see what was there, uh, and then get a couple things to try. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being half uh, craft stuff, which was really fun. So yeah. I bought some beauty products. We got, there was one woman who was selling kind of video game themed stuff and she also was doing these $5 portraits and we had her do one of our kids because she was so sweet chatting him up about Pokemon. Mm -hmm. The bearded vegans were there. Oh no, just one of the bearded vegans. Compassion Co. Compassion Co., which is run by one of the bearded vegans. They were there selling t-shirts, got a couple buttons from them. Mm -hmm. So the only downside to the, that, event was that the parking lot that it was in was a parking lot and so there was no shade at all and it was a really hot day it was supposed to be overcast that day uh, but it was not and it was like 95 degrees so we ended up we were going to actually take our food home and eat it we so we placed an order and then we were going to just leave and eat it at home in the air conditioning but then we found a shady spot in the grass and decided just eat our food while it was fresh. And I'm glad we did that. It was nice in the shade. It was brutal in the sun, but yeah, we sat under the, we sat under the shade of a tree in the summer mm-hmm, in the grass, in an industrial park and, <laughs> and ate our tacos. But before we get into the tacos, can I just say that it was a, uh, so nice to get out, be so nice to get out at like a craft festival. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, we've been to the Indie Craft Experience a couple of times. They've done a great job opening up um, outdoor craft festivals. Uh, so it's not like this was the first time we could do that, but it was nice to be out, nice to be at that, and nice to be like in a vegan community. Yeah. You know? as, as we were walking up, I saw this one car that was covered with bumper stickers about veganism. And my first place that my brain went was, Ooh, another vegan is here. (laughs) And then my brain was like, yes, it's a vegan market. And what a wonderful moment that was. Yeah. Yeah. Just like being surrounded by like-minded people is so nice. Yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. And, uh, I've, I got a couple of plants, eclectic plant goods. I got a couple of Monstera plants from them. I love a Monstera. They're so pretty. They are so pretty. Uh, so I got those and there was just so much food. Yeah. The kid got a lemonade that was delightful, especially because it was such a hot day. We also mm-hmm. went inside of Second Self yep. 
and got a couple of CBD waters to drink. They're sparkling like seltzers. It's a Cirrus is the name. Oh, yeah. Cirrus is the yeah. brand. And they have – the flavor on them is a little stronger than LaCroix, but we're, it's not like Spindrift territory where there's juice. And Dave, you had the grapefruit and lime, right? I'm drinking it right now. Oh, are you? I am. The one that I got is called Kata, and it's the ginger turmeric, oh. and I loved it. I thought it was great. This is I've had this one before, full disclosure, when we went to Second Self for a comedy show pre-pandemic. Thank you for disclosing that. Hey, no prob. So I, it wasn't like I was trying something new for the pot or anything, but I got it because I remembered enjoying it very much. So we went all around looking at all the different food items. And y'all, I could have eaten food from every booth. There were so many things that looked amazing. Yeah. But we were really drawn to the Calaveritas booth. I feel like partly because you were saying like their booth looked like a restaurant. Yeah. They do a lot of festivals. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just their signage was really polished and professional. Mm -hmm. And they just like, it set them apart. I'm trying to say it in a way that like everybody else had such good food and had such a vibrant presence. And I'm not trying to say like, everybody was bad doing it wrong. And these guys were doing it right. They just like were head and shoulders with their, their display. Yeah. I really, as someone who used to do markets and was terrible at that kind of thing, I really appreciate when someone's doing a good job. Like that's a heavy lift. Yeah, for sure. And the menu was huge. I mean, they had dozens of things on the menu. I took a photo. So they had their burria, which is like, um, like a crispy grilled taco. And then they had, um, which we did not get. I'm going to read a few things that we didn't get. They had quesadillas. Mm-hmm. They had antojitos, which are like fried potatoes topped with kind of nacho toppings. Mm-hmm. A bunch of cool sides that looked really good, but we did not get. What we ended up getting was a 10-pack of their tacos. There are five different kinds of tacos, so we got the 10-pack, two of each. Yeah. You know, I said, mm-hmm. hey, let's get the 10-pack and talk about it on the pod. Yeah, you did? Yeah. And we did that. And And we did that. I have extensive notes. Okay. I I don't. (laughs) But you have a good memory. You don't have to do this. Uh, Do you want to talk about your taco experience? Well, thank you for complimenting my memory and then immediately putting me on the spot to prove that. Do you want me to start? I would like maybe if you could go through your notes for each one. Mm -hmm. And then after you give your notes, that will remind me which one you had. Right. And then I'll talk about that. Okay. So I'm going to be going back and forth between the menu Photo. Okay, so the first one that I tried was the carnitas, which is made with oyster mushrooms. And <laughs> I started with those. We okay. talked about this in the car too yeah, that day. Okay. So I started with the oyster mushroom tacos. I love oyster mushrooms. I thought the flavor was great. Um, they were seasoned really well and pan fried. And then all of the tacos were topped with diced onions and cilantro. And I thought it was just really nice, like the soft mushrooms they kind of have the stringiness that you would expect in like a carnita Mm -hmm. um stringiness is the wrong word like that shredded consistency and then like the crunchy onions and then like the what is the flavor of cilantro the cilantro-y flavor of Mm -hmm. cilantro like it just worked really well for me i enjoyed these a lot so i think stringiness was the right word okay i am not averse to mushrooms but these were very mushroomy to the point of like, I couldn't taste anything else. These were the last of the five that I had. 
and I was tasting oyster mushrooms for the rest of the day. I thought the stringy texture I was not wild about. It was the it was the one that said to me, and I know it's not like they're trying to act like something different is in the taco. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying that, but this was it was the one that spoke that said most to me, like this is what's in it. Like oh, yeah. this is a taco made of oyster mushrooms because all I can taste and all my mouth can feel are oyster mushrooms. And that was not a pleasant sensation or realization really to have. And the aftertaste kind of stuck with me for a long time. I'm really bummed that you started with this one. <laughs> this <laughs> other, is... My other reviews are better. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the next thing that I ate was the asada, which the asada meat was made with a mix of rice, oats, and it just says mushrooms. So I'm assuming button mushrooms. And I thought the filling, it, they must pan fry it. Uh, it had like a mild crunch and it had a really great safe, savory flavor. I would call this like a mild heat. Everything was a little bit spicy. This was on the lower end. And um, I, I loved all of these. Spoiler, I'm going to say for each one that I loved it. I did rank them at the end, um, but even the one that I ranked at the bottom, uh, I loved it. <laughs> So that's that's me. I, the asada I thought was great. I thought this was a better way to do a mushroom taco. Kind of cut it with other stuff. Yeah. It had a little bit more of like a profile than just like the mushrooms that were in it mm-hmm. from, from the last one. Still wasn't like super wild about this. I thought it was a good taco though. Whereas the other one I thought was just kind of a rough experience for me. This was a good taco. You know, you, uh, I don't know what the right point to mention this is, but they have a creamy green sauce. Oh, yeah, that green sauce was good. It was so spicy. Mm -hmm. Saved my bacon with the uh, oyster mushroom taco, but it was really complimentary as well. It's kind of like borderline overpowering, but in a way, just a really strong presence alongside these other uh, flavors. Mm -hmm. So I thought, Worked really well with this mushroom. Um, I used too much of it with the last mushroom to kind of overdo it so that I was tasting that instead of the mushroom taco. Oh, I also want to mention that it came on the side where cucumber and radish slices, which oh, yeah. were so nice because the tacos were all spicy. And by the end, my mouth was on fire because ne- none of them I found like particularly like overly spicy, but like spice like that kind of builds, you know, as yeah. you're, I did eat five tacos. Yeah. Um, so the cucumber was like nice and cooling at moments that I needed it, which was lovely. I gave the radish to the kid because he doesn't like cucumber. You know, I don't think I said this to you, but, and this is unreasonable of me, but I was a little bit disappointed when you came to us with the food and it was in two boxes because... <laughs> I thought the tin packs were going to be a little handheld things like they do at Taco Bell <laughs> with little cardboard handles on them. That would have been cute. It was unreasonable for me to expect that. I mean, not unreasonable. It's but kind I- of unreasonable for me to expect that a local place would just like me- like get tin pack to go containers. Yeah. That were. Yeah. Taco Bell probably gets this made custom, but at such a scale. And they're a to go company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did we just do? The Asada? So the next is the chorizo, which it just says spiced soy sausage. So I don't know if they make this from scratch or if they take uh, chorizo and season it, but 
um, it was about a medium heat for me, and I thought the flavor was amazing. This one was my favorite. It was a little bit smoky, tangy, spicy. I, I loved it. I just thought it was great. I'm going to just say That's that fine. about every yeah. time. <laughs> okay. I really enjoyed this experience. Go on. I'm a big fan of chorizo. This is something, I, a, a taste I've grown into. And every chorizo I have, it just grows my love of chorizo. Mm-hmm. Like I started being afraid of it because it was spicy to like being brave and eating it and realizing it wasn't that spicy to then having really spicy chorizo to um, so just like appreciating it more and more in different ways every time I have it because I don't have it often. But when I do, it's usually a pretty unique like take on chorizo. You don't just get like chorizo, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, so I was excited for this. And it was great. I thought it had the right amount of kick. It worked amazingly with this spicy green sauce that yeah. was on it. it. I didn't discover the green sauce until too late. Okay. <laughs> like the end. Yeah. I just dipped a finger in and it was delicious. Yeah. It was, I'm, uh, uh, it, I was happy to add another page to the book of chorizo, the David Streepy book of chorizo. I wanted to add also that the texture was really great. Of the chorizo. I felt like it was yeah. nice. And unlike the pork, uh, the delicious pork that yeah. we were just talking about, it was, it had that chewiness mm-hmm. and and had flavor. Yeah. All the things that were missing All from the things that you want from food. were present yeah. in this taco. Uh, I also wrote that it was my favorite so far. Okay. So the next one I had was the tinga, which was a chipotle jackfruit. So this one also I felt like had a nice mix of smoky, tangy, spicy. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the texture of jackfruit as like a shredded meat substitute in general. And um, I enjoyed this very much. I think like jackfruit is the nickelback of the vegan food world right now because it's really popular. And I don't know why. <laughs> and it's nobody's favorite. But it's still really pop. You just keep hearing, seeing news about jackfruit and seeing jackfruit popping up on menus and seeing everybody doing a, a take on jackfruit. It's like 10 years ago, you weren't seeing that. I think the appeal of jackfruit is that it's a whole food. Okay. It's low in calories. So even if like you super sauce it up, it's like feels pretty healthy. Hmm. You're basically, you're eating a fruit. Hmm. Um, and the texture is... Pretty meaty considering how little you do to it. Why do you think it's kind of blown up recently though? It seems like that would have been like a go-to forever because to your point, like you didn't have to make it. I think just availability. So what do you think? Unpack that. I think you can get it at like, well, I guess Trader Joe's has it. That's where I would go for jackfruit if I needed it. Is that a new thing? I feel like it is newish that it's like the last five years Hmm. that it's just like available wherever yeah previous to this like i could probably find it at the decab farmer's market Hmm. it's chicken and egg though yeah that's true and i i don't know what caused the timing yeah anyway i thought these tacos were really good i'm never excited for jackfruit on the menu i'm never excited for a jackfruit option we just got back from disney where we had a, a meal where jackfruit was the only option and it was a it was a fucking bummer oh spoiler alert but um, they truly though that was like they they didn't even season it anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> I thought this taco I wouldn't have noticed the jackfruit was there. I had to remind myself or notice later that, that I had just had the jackfruit taco. 
Um, so then I immediately threw up. And, no, right, I'm right. just kidding. <laughs> of course. Um, no, I thought it was really good, really flavorful. It hit its spices and its taste in a way that kind of was beyond what the ingredients that were in there. Okay, so final taco was the Al Pastor, which was a seitan taco with pineapple. And I wrote, oh, hell yeah, that Al Pastor. <laughs> For me, I mean, seitan, seitan and soy curls are like my top two meat substitutes if I'm really trying to make something be meaty. Are you just saying that because you're on the payroll right now? No. Okay. <laughs> I love a soy curl. I just, the reason we don't eat a lot of soy curls is because you have to mail order them. And I, uh, like, when I want to make soy curls. You can't curl your own soy? <laughs> oh. I can, I can curl my own soy. Oh, yeah. great. That's yeah. great. Yep. What a discovery. Yeah. Um, so I just love the sec- the the texture, the texture of, whoa. <laughs> I love the texture of seitan in general. And this one had kind of like a sweet and savory situation going on because of the pineapple. And it it was amazing. I completely agree. This was my head and shoulders above the rest. This was my favorite taco of the bunch. I couldn't get over texture, taste, the pineapple, set it over the top. It was also the first one that I had, and I was so hungry, so I think it had that going for it as well. Well, I'll say that this was the last one that I had, and yeah. I was very full, and and it was still yeah blew me away. Yeah, man. I, I want to go to this place and sit down and... Uh, I ranked mine. Do you think that you could do that from memory? You know, I don't know. Let's do you, try. Do you want me to send you my photo of the menu? It's got the tacos listed. So No, you- I'm going to say... Seitan, chorizo, jackfruit, uh, not oyster mushroom, oyster mushroom. So my rankings are a little different, hmm. but not that different. So my number one was also the seitan, the al pastor. My number two was also the chorizo. The asada was a number three for me. I can't stress enough how close two through five are, though, for me. They were all so good. And then number four was the tinga, the jackfruit. And number five was the carnitas because I agree that oyster mushroom flavor was a little strong and it kind of takes you out of it. Yeah. Even though I didn't find it unpleasant, it's just present. Yeah. So I do want to say, can't say enough great things about the Bien Vegano market. Yeah. I can't wait for the next one. Effort. The next one is going to be July 25th, which is a Sunday. And it'll be at Second Self Beer Company in Atlanta. Uh, so, like, do it. Like, go to it. You will not be sorry that you went to it. You will be delighted that you went to it. There is so much food. Mm-hmm. The crafts are so much fun. Second Self is a great location. Like, just just do it. The food and the craft vendors are really well curated. Yeah. I yeah. feel like... Just quality wise, because I've definitely been to outdoor markets where you kind of everything is like a lot of the same thing. Yeah. Or like everything's a little or a lot of mediocre things. And the hardest thing for me about being vegano was that I wanted to buy and eat every single yeah. thing I saw. Yep. And um, I I struggle in those situations because as a vegan, I'm used to being like, what can I eat? Like yeah. what? is vegan or veganizable here. Not used to this like <laughs> glut of choices. Yeah. It was a wonderful problem to have. I'll take that any day. 
So let's ride this uh, wave of enthusiasm back to Delicia plant-based <laughs> pork. And on a scale of one to 10 cookies and cream bonbons, mm. what do you give the pork? So I had very high hopes for this from the moment that I found it at the store, mm-hmm. really from the moment I saw it on Instagram to the moment I found it at the store and discovered that they did a pork, which mm-hmm. I feel like plant-based pork is so rare. And I was like, ooh, I was excited about that aspect of it from how easy it was to prepare, mm-hmm. from how good it smelled in the bowl. Mm-hmm. I had such high hopes and it was such a letdown. <laughs> it made me question my own like cooking skills, which made me feel bad. Mm-hmm. And so... I am going to give this a one. Wow. I just, I feel like it hurt me emotionally. Wow. (laughs) Because of all the feelings leading up to it. And then afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel scorned by by this product. Wow. But please, if you have had a good experience with this product, change my mind. I want to like it. I wanted to like it so much. How about you, Dave? This is the food that gives vegan food a bad name. (laughs) This is the food. This is the type of food that somebody tries one time and and applies it incorrectly, but still does it to all vegan food and says that it all tastes like this. It is an argument. It contributes to the argument that you cannot make like exciting, dynamic vegan food that we're all just starving ourselves of not just nutrients but also flavor and enjoyment of food like there's this narrative that we're all just these gray like husks dragging ourselves through the life clinging to some like righteousness is like the reason why we're doing all of this and it's a lot to put on this specific food and maybe it's just the way i feel right now but like but that's damaging and then to add a personal layer of the fact that you as an amazing cook are doubting whether you did this right is like, that's damaging to you too, to your like self-esteem. And I'm being a little bit dramatic, but it's not, not true. And like, so for me, I am going to give it zero bonbons. Whoa. And I'm, yeah. Why would I give it a single bonbon? It's true. You could eat that. It didn't deserve it. It would taste so good. Give me one good thing about it. One one point in its favor. I guess I'm holding on to hope that it's redeemable if prepared in a different way, because the people who said that they really enjoyed it are people whose opinions about food are usually I trust. Well, I'm not nailing the door shut, so it can earn a one. It can earn more than zero in the future if that should happen. But I got to call him like I see him and not hope for the world to be better than the world I see in front of me. That's fair. First zero. Oof. Yeah. Y'all, we did not like this. Sorry. I really wanted. I know I've said that a lot of times, but what a letdown. We kind of been in a slump lately. Yeah. Like the past few foods. I mean, our takeout's always good. And I guess that's us voting with our wallet a little bit more than like... Yeah. These foods which we're seeing on the shelf and trying to pick up and reacting to. So it makes more sense. But like we haven't really had a, a good experience off the shelf in a few weeks now. Maybe we'll try to have uh, 
No, we, no, this is how it goes sometimes. No, I mean, I have a list of stuff and there's some stuff in my list that we like. So maybe I'll try to pick one of those for a, an upcoming. Maybe less of a downer podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe I'll pick an ice cream <laughs> or yeah. something like that. We could talk about it off pod. Yeah. I mean, that would require us talking off pod. And mm-hmm. this is really the only time during the week that we get together <laughs> and, and talk to each other. Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> if you're enjoying the show, Take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us out. It helps new listeners find us. And it really, oh, wait, I already said that. (laughs) And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We absolutely will. You can also follow us. it's nasty. Maybe even if it's nasty. If it's the good kind of nasty. Mm. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode, questions, comments, write to us at Pork Talkin' Fixes. <laughs> Better vegan porks that you'd like to recommend. Uh- Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly. But sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>